Hi, and welcome to Singing Wells podcast number two. In podcast number one, we heard about how the project began. In this edition, we're going to hear about how the project developed further and how the concept of the magic moment was born. But we always begin with a special performance and this podcast is no different. This recording was made in December 2012 in Paibona, in the Gulu district of Uganda. It is Anyam Lak with Tourman Dawn. recorded Anyam Lak during our trip to record the music for the Acholi in northern Uganda. I'll be dedicating a full podcast to the recording trip soon. So we're going to pick up the story of the Singing Wells in the period after the March 2011 pilot trip. The team from Kettable Music got the chance to travel to northern Kenya for the Lake Takana Festival and with the support of the Abubilla Music Foundation took the mobile recording studios and video equipment to record performances. This is one of the recordings they made on location at the festival. This is the Samburu tribe with Chapitame. Oh, 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 oh,
The choice of the Sambura recording leads us nicely into the story behind the name, The Singing Wells Project. Here's Jimmy to take up the story. A lot of people have asked us where the name Singing Wells comes from, and it actually refers to an event I witnessed in 2008 in the Samburu region. We were there on a a safari, and our guide asked us if we'd like to come see uh, what he called the Singing Wells, and of course we said yes, and he asked us to get up at about 5.45 in the morning, walk about a mile onto a dry riverbed, and he asked us just to sit down and watch uh, what was about to happen. And at about 6.15, the sun started rising, and suddenly from everywhere, out of the bush came all these animals that were being led by little boys down into this riverbed. And then about 10 minutes after that, as these animals started coming, all these little boys, probably ranging from 12 to 17 years old, in groups of three began to jump down these big holes in the riverbed. And so it took three boys to lift water from the bottom of these wells. The one would be at the very bottom, one in the middle, and one um, at the top. And each of the individual groups of three boys started a song. And as they sang the song, all of these animals began to group themselves into a family grouping heading for one particular well because they recognized the song. And then these boys start splashing the the water into hollowed out logs. And the animals incredibly took sort of their fill, which would be sort of a minute at the log. And then they'd sit down um, next to the well and let the next animal feed. And after about 20 minutes, suddenly the little 12-year-old boys that had led them from the bush into the riverbed reversed the process and started whacking them again and getting them to lead out. And as we started the project, just this became such a powerful metaphor for us um, in a bunch of different ways. One is the obvious metaphor of sort of finding music at the source and thinking of music as water, but also the fact that it can be here and be gone so quickly um, became very important to us as well because these singing wells are, are only vibrant and only there when the animals and children are there, and otherwise it's a dusty, dry riverbed. And we felt that was also sort of the danger of what was happening with East African music and that somehow that seemed a good metaphor as well. As we reviewed the recordings from the March trip, we discovered that we were capturing some fantastic performances from the traditional musicians as part of the songs they were performing with their groups. We wanted to give the musicians their own stage to perform on, to develop the idea of the magic moment. This is a single short performance, either by a group or solo performer, which conveys the essence of the full performance, but in a minute-long snippet. But why do we want to do that? Well, here's Jimmy to tell us more. Um, As you know, one of the things about African music is that because it's all around facilitating tribal dance, the songs can go on quite long because the dances are intricate. They're getting the whole village involved. And so we almost never want to edit um, some of these extraordinary performances. But equally, we know some people are going to be um, very much into, let me hear it quick, and I've got other things to do. So that's where we came up with Magic Moments. We began recording Magic Moments on our December 2011 trip to Western Kenya. The first magic moment we're going to present is that of the Nyatiti. 
as you listen to this, I think one of the things that's amazing is as I close my eyes and listen to this performance, I think I'm listening kick drum, snare drum, and the bass and rhythm guitar. When in fact, what I'm actually listening to is a single gentleman playing a Nitidi. He's got a ring on his toe that is clicking the side of the Nitidi, really bringing you the bass part. He's got metal around his ankles, which sounds like a snare, and with his left and right hand, he's creating both the bass and rhythm track. On the same day, we also recorded an Ohangla drummer. Later in the same trip, we moved to the area around Homer Bay, and then on to Rongo. On the way from Homer Bay to Rongo, we went through the town of Rodi Kapani, which, we are told, was named after a sign that was erected by the Road Company when they were building a road through the area. We actually had a disastrous day. Um, we've had great days and we've had disastrous days. And this disastrous day was a combination of... Um, frankly, finding not very good groups who actually weren't very interested in us, and secondly, rainstorms greeting us every time we set up our equipment perfectly. And at the end of the day, we were pretty frustrated, thinking there's not anything we can bring back from this day. And at the last minute, someone said, there's a group you need to listen to, which are the Atacho Young Stars, and we'd like you just to uh, hear them play. All of the magic moments we record are available on our YouTube channel. One of the main things we're trying to do with Singing Wells is bring the tribal music to influence contemporary musicians. But the other thing we're trying to do is just simply capture the music uh, before it's lost. And this next performance you're going to hear, which ironically and sadly is actually a funeral march, is um, from one of the single best Nyatiti performers that's ever lived. And yet very shortly after we recorded this, he died. And we are not aware of any other recordings of this quality. So if we hadn't been there, um, all of this talent would have been lost. So here, recorded in Aluni village, East Lago, Kenya, in late 2011. And as a tribute to Akumu Karengo, we present this recording. <laughs> Yeah. 
As well as archiving the music for preservation, we also want to bring it to a new audience. We heard a magic moment from the Atacho Young Stars earlier. We enjoyed the performance of the group so much we invite them to the Kettable Music Studios in March 2012 to record a few of their songs. 
One of them was Mr. Manager, a song we had first heard in the field. Um, at one level, you could say it's just a simple song that they do all over Africa where they're doing songs for honored guests. In this case, they're thanking their manager of their factory. Um, on another level, which is how I choose to hear it, this is a song of terrible, terrible irony um, that these guys are needing to praise uh, the factory manager for doing nothing more than his job correctly. He's not stealing. He's not corrupt. He keeps the factory running. And that in and of itself um, really deserves a song. And I think that tells you a lot about society and it's a much deeper message. And here is the studio version, recorded and produced by Jesse Bukindu for the Singing Wells Project at Kettable Studios, Nairobi. It also features Johnny on guitar and Bishop on the bass. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. All of the music featured in this podcast is available to listen to in full at the Singing Wells website, www.singingwells.org, where you can also view our online music map of East Africa and find out how you can help. 